Hello everybody, welcome to Dream Again with your host, well you know it, this is part two of a life, <laughs> do they have blooper reels for podcasts? Wow, my mind just totally blanked on me, that was amazing. Okay, I'm roll- running with this, rolling with this, totally not editing this out. A life in the day of a human experience. Oh, yeah. <laughs> By Joanne Serenity. On the last podcast, I was talking a lot about basically how we tend to shame ourselves and how it can be hard on ourselves and a little bit about the effects that it can have on us and those kinds of things. But I had finished off my podcast with talking about this date that I had today. Now, I'm just going to preface this a little bit. It's not that it was like an extremely horrible, terrifying, horrible, awful day, but it was just one of those human moments, like I like to call them day. You know, we all have human moments. We all cry. We all, you know, stumble. We all fall. We all, well, maybe we don't all break our toe. I did that once. That's awful. You never realized how much you use your toes, especially your big toe, until you break it. Am I right? Anybody who's broken their toes on this, listening on this? Seriously, it's your balance. It's everything, throws everything off. And you try and climb stairs with that? Ugh. The year I started my university, I had broken my big toe. I live in a place where they literally put on the school logo shirts, the land of stairs and rabbits. Just to give you an idea. That was a very interesting semester. (laughs) or turn. All right. I would like to pick up where I left off in case anyone didn't catch that this is part two. I'll just preface this a little bit with starting kind of at the beginning again of just, no, don't worry, listeners, not the whole podcast. (laughs) The story that I was just starting to get into. This morning, When I woke up, I didn't get very much sleep last night. I couldn't sleep. And there was like these balls of anxiety that kept coming up. And because, you know, like, let's face it, it can be stressful not getting enough sleep, right? Because then we're tired. And with being too tired can lead to other things. Not thinking straight. Immune waves waves in our immune system, crashes, stuff like that, like things, right? Life, life is just, oh, life isn't as much of a sunshine party when you don't have a nice good sleep, regardless of how many hours, if you don't have a nice solid like, "Mm, yeah, there it is, sleep, could throw you off, right? (laughs) My inner child was like, you threw off the groove, name that movie, listeners, that's right, Emperor's New Groove, one of my childhood favorites. (laughs) I couldn't sleep. My house was echoing all these sounds of roommates and different things. And these balls of anxiety kept coming up, waves of anxiety. And I was kind of rushing threw it at the end of the last podcast because I realized I was running out of time. But now I don't have to, so we can go as deep as I wanted. Where when these things would come up, I knew that I had a choice to make. I could choose to get stressed out and really, well, go with stress, right? And I knew that by doing so, I was not going to sleep well. I would feel even worse the next day. Life would just not be as Hakuna Matata as it could be if I could find a way to move through that as calmly and compassionately, with as much kindness towards myself and gentleness and ease as possible. I'm all about the flow. You know that song, I'm all about that bass, about that bass, no trouble. Well, maybe I could incorporate it in somehow and be like, I'm all about the flow, about the flow, no trouble. 
Hey, there we go. <laughs> I'm all about the flow. <laughs> so <laughs> the greater the ease, the better. <laughs> Path of least resistance. Water is a great teacher. It does that with rivers. Hence the path of least resistance. Going down the mountain. <laughs> all right. One thing I've been teaching myself are several things actually, but it all comes down to self-care. And what that means is being able to take good care of ourselves, loving, compassionate care of ourselves. And when I knew this was coming up, that I wasn't going to sleep and I needed to be able to get some rest, I could just feel it in my body. I was hearing the sounds through my double white noise and my earplugs. I was just like, oh my gosh, it's not happening. I had a choice to make and I just decided, okay, I'm just going to cuddle myself and do whatever I need to do to just relax as much as possible. I've gotten to know my body and myself, my emotions, my, I like to call it mental body, emotional body, spiritual body, physical body really well, really well. Like, oh, my Lanta. Since 2005, I have been just zooming in and honing in. And I tell ya, they say that you have nerve endings in your colon, your large intestine. And I that, that like, really basically linked to everything. And it's so true because I can listen to my body so well. I can tell when a pain in my neck or my arm going numb or something that seems so far removed from that area is coming from a gas bubble pushing on that right spot. Like I could actually show you on my stomach, you know, on my abdomen, I could actually show you if I, if I get like a gas bubble or something stuck and it shows right here, I can get a migraine. If it pushes right here, I can feel pain in my neck over here. This arm can go numb or have random pains in my fingers or something here. I can get a pain in my ear here. I can get a pain in my face. I've had that happen before where I like, it's like, Oh, heck. And I like, Hmm, is that coming from the colon area? And like I moved the gas bowl out of the way and then this pain in my cheek. Oh, like for real. Like that's not even stretching the truth even a little. This is crazy cool stuff here, you guys. But I was like, the pain went away once the little gas bubble just got out of the way there. It's <laughs> so like, this is how much I know myself and know my body and I'm getting to know myself. And I've been able to become so consciously aware that I knew last night what was going on until the sound in the house could calm down enough that I was going to be able, and it was not even that it was really loud, but again, there is no soundproofing in this house, like really none. And you add high ceilings along with laminate floors everywhere and you just got a recipe for sound carrying and echoing loud everywhere. I knew I wasn't going to likely get much rest, but I wasn't going to set myself up for that, right? I'm obviously not going to tell myself. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> I got kind of blanked out there, but <laughs> this is me being tired recording these podcasts. So I'm actually really impressed with how well I'm doing here. So I'm giving myself my inner child a half bath and a way to go. And she's saying to me, my inner child right now, maybe don't make this podcast as long as it lasts because I really want to go back to sleep or rest or watch a movie. So I'm going to listen to her. And this may be a shorter podcast. <laughs> I was aware that if I thought this, if I got stressed out about this, not only would I be more restless for the night, I wouldn't get as good as sleep and I would have a much tougher day today being tomorrow, right? So like, because this was last night. So I knew that today would be a lot tougher if I didn't find a way to relax or just try and be as relaxed as possible. And I've learned that I'm sure some of you can relate here, if not all. How successful are you guys? Because I am so not. When you say to yourself, gotta go to sleep. I gotta go to sleep. Okay, but for real, I need to sleep. How successful are you guys in falling asleep when you're doing that? 
My success rate's pretty low. <laughs> I um I don't know if I have any success rates with that one. I need to sleep. Because the more pressure we put on ourselves that we have to sleep. It's like, is it just me? I don't think so. I doubt it's just me. There's Eight billion people in the world or something. <laughs> but anyway, the more pressure we put on ourselves, the harder it is to sleep. And so I, I kind of already, I really started to already know this. And so I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to tell myself. I'm, I'm going to try something new tonight. I'm not going to tell myself I have to go to sleep. I'm going to tell myself instead, even with these waves of anxiety that were coming up where I would just hold my, you know, almost, almost human-sized pillow so I could get the comfort, that nurturing, relaxing feeling that spreads all over you when you're being cuddled. <laughs> I I was like just cuddling into my blankets and holding myself close and had my little fairy lights on, just keeping the environment calm, playing some tropical music and just holding myself. And when the waves anxiety come up, I just decide to try something new and just be like, okay, that's okay, Dran. You don't have to go. To, you don't have to go to sleep tonight. I give you full permission to not have to go to sleep. And this one part of me was like, what? You're insane? That's crazy. <laughs> but then I, <laughs> even though that part of me was like, oh, woman, use crazy. Use last it. Use last your marbles. That part of me, I swear, was saying to me, do you remember how Smee in the movie Hook? I've seen a lot of movies, you guys. I love movies. So <laughs> you're probably going to hear me quote a lot sometimes. <laughs> but this part of me, I swear, was like, do you remember... How Smee kept losing his marbles. Woman, you crazy. You've lost your marbles. Tell me, I don't want to sleep, yo. I want to sleep, yo. Maybe that was my body communicating. Anyway, so maybe not. And then it was really interesting because even though that came up, that like, what response, I noticed that by giving myself full permission, like literally say this inspired by my auntie, <laughs> one of my dearest friends she used to always say to me when I was in school I give you full permission to have a nap to go to sleep because I would push myself so hard and I'd burn out and she could always see me burn candle at both ends and so she's just like I give you full permission to go have a nap and it's for some reason every time she would do that same thing that happened last night my body would relax and finally I would feel like I could go to sleep. But in this case, instead of saying I give you full permission to go to sleep, because I was already being triggered about by these things that were waking me up, it was a different scenario. Um, so in this scenario, saying I, I I tried, I think I tried it actually at first. I was like, I give you full permission to go to sleep. Yeah, yeah, I did. And then I got started feeling anxious because I was already feeling anxiety about not being on sleep. So this was a different scenario, but it's the same kind of idea where I was like, I reverse psychology. I give you full permission that you don't have to go to sleep tonight. You know, you just you just don't have to go to no pressure to go to sleep. My body relaxed. Now, I did not fall asleep right away. You know, I actually, I mentioned the last podcast, I ended up eating some lemon poppy seed bars and watching maybe a third of the movie Bewitched with Nicole Kimmon and Will Ferrell. <gasps> I love that movie. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> and uh, I love shows, movies, anything that inspires or uplifts me or makes me laugh healing all that jazz and eventually it's like I think it was like 11 42 or 12 or something I because I reiterated to myself I got to this point house was growing quiet and the anxiety kept coming in waves so for a while it was gone when I was doing my visualizations my meditation and I came back oh my gosh tomorrow 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 tomorrow's coming tomorrow's coming early tomorrow's coming <laughs> you've been there <laughs> I know I know I know I'm just telling myself inside my mind I'm holding myself close I know I know this is tough this is tough we're gonna be okay though we, we've had these times before where we haven't gotten like any sleep and yeah 
you know, sometimes we're definitely a lot tired, more tired on our shift. And, but I know we can do this. We can do this. We've gone three days like this. We can do this. You know, so I was just being very empathetic with myself. And I was literally having this conversation with myself, like with my inner child and this, with the anxiety and there's this part of me in, inside my mind. I was just like, I know. I was just talking to the emotion, talking to the inner child, right? Reassuring her or them, whatever you want to call it. Like reassuring them like, hey, it's, it's okay, you know? And I knew worst case scenario was that I might be so out of it. I'm currently working for an inventory company. <laughs> I'm loving every second of it. I love my job. <laughs> Go figure this creative, creative individual. I love counting, but I do. I enjoy it. So I knew worst case scenario was maybe I'd be counting really slow and not necessarily on my A game, but I'd have compassion. I'd meet that with compassion. There was a day I'd be hard on myself for it, but now I choose to be kind to myself because it's like, well, we didn't get much sleep last night. It's understandable. I understand. I understand why you're frustrated. It's okay that you're frustrated. I get it. This is a lot of fun right now. Dang. Like, I wish I would have had more sleep. Like, you know, so it's really cool how we can learn to meet ourselves with that level of consideration and ultimately kindness, right? It's what compassion's all about. It's about being... It's about transcending the judgment and diving into love and all that love encompasses, including respect, gentleness, nurturing, tenderness, kindness, understanding, empathy, right? And so I knew that, okay, worst case scenario, I might might even have a bit of a immune crash because sometimes I can get immune crashes by not getting like having an off sleep I've noticed that my immune system can be affected even just not all the time but sometimes just even one night and not having good sleep and then affecting me throughout that day and so I was like okay well I've got my good strong echinacea plus and you know I've got my supplements that will help support my body and I know worst case scenario if I get sick then I'll move through it like I always do and so a lot of this understanding, meeting myself with this compassion and this understanding is just over time. It's really removing anxiety triggers. And yes, you're probably going to hear me on a few times on this podcast. <laughs> but you guys, that's cool. Like everybody, that is so cool. I'm just going to put this out there. What would happen... If we were so compassionate and forgiving with ourselves and gentle with ourselves and loving, just respectful with ourselves, what would happen? Just even if you're not into that scene, what would happen if all of a sudden we, we were able to get rid of the majority? I'm not saying all because we all have a few human moments, but the majority of our daily stressors. Just think about that for a second. If you were able, I mean, I'm sure we'd all love to bewitched it because I'm <laughs> talking about bewitched or I dream a genie. Like, I'm sure we all wish we could cross our finger, our arms and blink our eyes or wiggle our nose and have these frustrations, stressors, the anxiety, the depression, the, fresh, the confusion, anger disappointment I, like i believe all of us if we could just wiggle our nose and whatever we would get rid of them right now wouldn't we well what if there was a way to do that just, just bear with me on this what if there was a way and maybe not every time maybe every time wouldn't happen with the snap of a finger or in this case wiggle the noise as we just talked about maybe there would be times where it would take a little bit more time or focus, but not necessarily a lot. And we were able to accomplish that. Two years ago, I withdrew from school. I was in university and, oh my gosh, I can't even, I can't even. Like there was 
it was such a courageous and bold and brave decision for me to make because I was under so much stress. I was getting thrush. I was struggling so much with my learning challenges, just trying to be in a fast paced environment where I was expected to do all this reading and I, it's taken me four hours to interpret one chapter and there's just no time for that in university. And I had just gone through a massive heartbreak. And on top of this, like there were other things going on, kind of blanking on them right now, but oh yeah, I was hitting kind of a, a wall with this whole divorce process and whatnot. And there was just all these things that were coming to a, starting to come to a point at the end of 20, well, two years ago and leading into last year. And I withdrew from school because I like I was, I was, like I said, I was getting thrush. I don't know if you know much about thrush, but basically only babies tend to get it. Um, and adults who get it, they're really immunocompromised. And I just realized like I couldn't push myself anymore. And that was extremely vulnerable for me. And that was very hard, but I started to realize in that moment, I started to realize at that time that I really just had to start being super compassionate and considerate of myself. And I didn't realize it at the time because I was my whole life. I've been an optimist and seen the glass half full. Well, except for certain periods of time when I became a hardcore critic, but well, I call it hardcore for me, <laughs> but because, and because I had so many self care things in my life techniques, I didn't realize how much anxiety I was experiencing, like almost night and day. I mean, extreme anxiety. And people would ask me, are you experiencing anxiety? And I'm like, no, like, cause I honestly didn't believe I was. And it wasn't actually until I got away from that crazy stressful environment and was able to just like be somewhere that I could just sleep a lot for like this whole month or two where I was just sleeping a lot that I realized just how much stress I had been under and how much anxiety I had been under on a daily basis. I mean, oh man, I was under so much stress and so much, therefore, so much anxiety that I didn't realize until I had the opportunity to be away from it all just how much my life had been impacted for a long time by anxiety and a lot of this anxiety was coming from being hard on myself and shaming myself getting frustrated with myself when I was experiencing human moments what I mean by that is we don't just have ups we have downs and they're all part of the process right we have happy emotions we have difficult emotions sad emotions stuff like that so what I it was really just interesting because last night as you know some sometimes we're just under so much pressure we don't even realize it until it's gone but can you imagine what, like, what if there was a way that we could just wiggle our nose and have these stressors removed? Well, I'll tell you what, compassion, even though, even though the, even though what I'm going to teach is not necessarily going to be that hard, fast solution, because we're always so driven in our society nowadays to have hard, fast solutions, and I get it. <laughs> we've been under a hardcore fast-paced society for a, a long time so it makes sense it stands to reason of course we want things that are simple we want to keep our lives simple so we can try and enjoy it as much as possible right we're looking for that ease the path of least resistance compassion in is one of the most fundamental <sighs> building blocks to health and well-being that we can ever give ourselves and it is a huge pillar of strength and component in self-care. And the more we develop compassion, 
the more we are able to take ourselves from a moment, a day, an hour, whatever it is, a time in our lives, let's say we're grieving something, of that struggle of those wounds of experiences that are intense, right? They're the heat of the flame. And compassion allows us to approach things gentler. So instead of adding fuel to an already blazing fire that's it's like it's like having a campfire and then all of a sudden some of the uh sparks let's say that or not even sparks let's actually get back up here let's say you have a campfire and you decide oh i want my fire to be bigger and so you add i would definitely not suggest gasoline that is a very dangerous bad idea don't do it <laughs> for the love of god don't do it but let's say you're adding some sort of like crazy fuel to your fire and suddenly that campfire has jumped ship. It's, it's, it's sparked, it's raged, and now it's hitting the, the twigs and the branches and the roots of the trees that you've got your campfire set up around. And now this is starting to turn into the forest. And I don't make a joke at this lightly, especially because right now in the west coast of Canada, we're getting the smoke from Washington fires and like that are like blaring right now. And, and that's a tough thing. And so what can really happen is that when we are hard on ourselves or kind of going through these processes of stressing about things that are stressing us out, stressing in further about things that are triggering us or stressing us out, then it's like adding, even though we can completely understand and respect it because and understand where it's coming from. That's what I mean. We can respect because we can understand where it's coming from. We can have empathy and compassion for that. It's like adding fuel to that fire. And so instead of doing that, if our fire is built too big already, we need to be able to calm it down. What do we usually do? We add cool water to it. We just add some soothing, soothingness to it, right? We want to bring that fire down a bit. So we're going to bring some water to that beautiful element of water. It's kind of what compassion does is it takes that fire that's just out of control and it, it puts out the fires and it calms down. And even if you still have a bit of a campfire left, it's not nearly as raging and out of control as it was before and compassion is so it's such a beautiful tool and instrument that we can utilize that we all have within us the ability to learn about and utilize that we can implement this in every regard so last night how i was doing this and how i was really showing up for myself was every time a ball of anxiety or a judgment would pop up or something would arise where I want to be hard on myself or just start stressing about, oh my gosh, I'm not getting any sleep. Frick, this is so frustrating. You know, it's one thing to vocalize frustration and anger and to, and to express our emotions because that's always important. Like I said, journaling, good friend, just saying it out loud. Sometimes we just need to go out into forest or go somewhere that we can, maybe just in our house and just have a good scream. There's, there's a difference between that and dwelling in something. And when we're dwelling in something, especially anything that causes that stress response, then it's going to add the fuel to the fire and it can rage out of control. And now we're having to deal with an out of control fire on top of something that was already too hot. It was There's too much heat to it. This is an excellent instrument we all have exposure to and we all can, like I said, develop, learn about and develop and and bring to the table and the, the more I'm practicing that level of self-awareness and self-care, the more I'm showing myself compassion. And when I get a ball of anxiety, let's say over last night, instead where it was like, Oh my gosh, I'm not going to sleep. I'm not going to sleep. Instead of rolling, going with that 
intensity and be like, oh my gosh, I know. Ah, this is so frustrating. Frick, like, why can't my roommate just be quiet? Why can't this happen? Why can't that happen? And all the things that I could have done with it and it could have added that fuel. Instead, I met it with, yeah, this is tough. I really do want to be asleep too. I get it. And I'm literally, I know it's, it's it might kind of sound kind of weird, but I like to think of it more as quirky, but it's, it's a really excellent self-care technique. Talk to our emotions, talk to your emotions, talk to your inner child. Imagine you have an inner child because we were also kid ones that you're just talking very respectfully and lovingly and gently with like, yeah, I wish da, 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 da. what's something that we can do so that we can feel peace about this. What's something that we can do to, if we can't feel peace about the situation, that's okay. It's a frustrating situation, but what can I do to feel good so that if I am going to be awake, I'm at least enjoying my life, you know, and that's where I implemented the things that I did. And eventually by just like reassuring myself, it's okay. I give you per- full permission. I I wasn't necessarily saying to stay awake, although that might work for some people, but saying you don't have to go to sleep. It's okay. Pressure's off. Like take the pressure off, right? Stop trying to add more fuel to that fire. <laughs> and eventually I was able to, right before I fell asleep, I had done it with myself one more time. It's okay. You don't have to go to sleep with full permission. And I fell asleep. Now, I... I really was inspired by this title, A Day in the Life of Human Experience. The Human Experience. Because sometimes those days are really joyous and outer-worldly, and that's part of the experience as well. And sometimes they're just off. Sometimes they're downright awful, and they suck, and they're allowed to suck. <laughs> I give you full permission to acknowledge your crappy days, that they suck. Like if you need to, and that just helps you feel more compassion for yourself. It's okay. So this is my day. I wake up to coughing, like really big coughing, a combination of smoking and smoke and this like really loud cough that really echoes through the house. And for some reason, it just, it's a sound that I feel very triggered by and I don't fully understand why it almost feels like a shock to my system when I hear it and I just get this like trigger of anxiety whenever I hear it going through the house and so quarter after three remember I'd only fall asleep like right before midnight or midnight I didn't exactly time it <laughs> thank goodness because I was falling asleep <laughs> I'm, I'm waking up to this and then these sounds in the kitchen and I was feeling like I immediately I started having just this anxiety and you're like half asleep. So you're not even necessarily with it. So when you're feeling the anxiety, it's you're really, you can really feel it in that mental state. And I'm like, and there was just this one moment. I just let myself let it out. I'm like, Oh my freaking gosh. Like, like this is frustrating. And I turn on my little bedside LED light that changes colors. It's for this diffuser I have. And it's just like gentle lighting. And I just, I was just like, okay. And I knew again, because I've been teaching myself this, I've been practicing. So it's coming a lot more automatic. And the more I'm being compassionate with myself and gentle with myself, Therefore, the more it does feel like the whole I dream of genie, wink, (laughs) or twitch of the nose with Samantha, the more it is because it's such a quick response of unconditional love, of taking the water to the blazing fire, that it's like respecting the fire and respecting its reason of being, but knowing that to respect it doesn't mean I have to let that fire get out of control. I can honor the campfire. I can honor its presence and existence. And I can even really be warmed by its present existence. It can have a, you know, I can grow from that experience. And, and you know what I mean? Like, so, but I, I also understand that I don't have to let it take over my life. And 
so I responded with, okay, okay, I know what I got to do. I, compassion, compassion, compassion. Thank you, Matt Kahn. He's the first one I started watching his YouTube videos. I think someone referred me to him a couple of years ago around this time when all this crap started hitting the fan. And I was just really like, oh yeah, the more I'd watch, like he brings so much compassion and awareness with compassion to his teachings. And I was just like, oh yeah, I see where I've been kind of pouring vinegar into that wound there of my heart. Hmm. Okay. Makes sense. Ooh, it's kind of slapping that sunburn, metaphorically speaking. Oh yeah. Let's stop doing that. So <laughs> let's put some aloe on there instead. I decided in that moment, okay, more compassion. And I was like, you know what? I finally realized like maybe it was quarter to four or something. I might not be sleeping anymore. So I did what I really wanted to do. And that is just a visualization of just being held and cuddled. I am single and not in a relationship except with myself. Cause I'm, I tell people now I'm dating myself. I love it. Always get long walks on the beach. Always get to eat my favorite food. You know, really great, kind person to talk with. Very empathetic and understanding. Love my red hair. Like, I just love dating me. <laughs> the conversation's always great. <laughs> and so I, it was really nice, actually, just to have this morning where even though I wasn't falling asleep, I was just cuddling and listening to some more music and just oh it was like in the lap of luxury i'm like for, i i thought i had at least five hours of sleep but it just dawned on me in these podcasts i only slept for three hours so because <laughs> i was using my mind tricks i was using my eight-year-old mind trick when i was eight years old i wasn't getting any sleep i was struggling to sleep for some reason and i think it might have been after my mom passed which would make a lot of sense and finally I was stressing about it. And at the time I was just like, God, I don't know what to do. Angels help me. You know, I grew up religious and I was like, God, please someone help me. I don't know what to do. I need sleep. I just need sleep. I think I burst out into tears. <laughs> and this was nighttime. And I just, the thought crossed my, my mind, the idea to imagine I was getting more sleep than I was. And that way, if I felt tired the next day, it wouldn't be because I didn't get enough sleep. It'd just be because I was just having a tired day. And I decided to try it. And it's so funny because I forgot about it for a while there. And for a little while as an adult, I struggled with it. But I've been able to get it back where it's almost like it gives, my, gives me permission to be more compassionate with myself. But at the same time, ends up being this really powerful mind trick to... Uh, mind move to help me feel like I'm getting more sleep, more rest. And then I don't tend to stress the next day about not having enough sleep. I'm just like, okay, well, having a tired day. <laughs> and so I ended up like having this beautiful wake up session. And once I finally let myself just surrender and stop stressing and getting anxious, and I still felt triggered um, when I, when I heard the cough and, because she was up for the day now and <laughs> I'm even hearing it now and I feel an anxiety response in my body. I'm just giving my heart a pet. I don't know about you, but when I feel anxiety, I just feel it in my chest. So my heart space, I just give that a little pet, like a loving, loving mama bear, just like petting her little baby. It's like, it'll be okay. It'll be okay. Little child on the back. It's okay. And I was so tired. I was just like, you know what? I could sleep in technically for like another half an hour. But I knew, or if, if I could get back to sleep, that is, right? If I was like, well, I have another like half an hour, but maybe I could try and get some snooze. I'd gotten maybe an extra 10, 20 minutes before my alarm went off. And I just decided, no, like I need my day to start off smooth, to continue being smooth. And one thing that I've been doing is showing uh, one way that I show up for myself. And what I mean by show up for yourself is something that really inspired me lately. I was listening to something and I'm too tired right now to remember, <laughs> forgive me, but it was talking about 
when we are living our passions, our dreams, and when we're doing things that are important to us, we're showing up for ourselves. Even if it's like, if let's say you really want to write a book, but you're never writing a book and you're always frustrated with yourself because you're never writing a book. Well, even creating a two minute window, a five minute window helps us to show up for ourselves and say to that part of our heart and our soul, like, this is important. And I'm, I'm here. Even if all you can come up with or to write down is an idea for a chapter and then tackle the chapter later or a title for the chapter, maybe a picture in the book you might want to include a sentence, a little paragraph, just showing up every day. You know, maybe you have a day every week where you have a free day or you don't do any of this, but that's just a way that we can show up for ourselves. And by doing that with the things that are really important to us, it starts to build this level of self-confidence within us and this level of, uh, you know, the, the healing side of the word pride within us, right? Cause there's two sides to every coin and, you know, I'm not talking about being prideful and like taking pride. Right. And it can, it can be really good and really good for our esteem and really good for just feeling good about our lives, regardless of what's going on. We can have that precious gift. So one way I've been showing up for myself is doing two things that I've been really wanting to do every single day. And that is a daily meditation and in the morning, starting my morning off with meditation and doing some form of yoga. Even if that morning I'm so tired, all I can do is just stretch my limbs, but I'm deep breathing and listening to music or, or non, and just kind of going through that motions of that flow. And I still call it yoga because I've got that presence going on and just that total oneness within my divine self. And it's still, and it has the same effects as if I do yoga, like actual yoga moves. I mean, positions, let's say. And so I knew that this was too important. And even if I could get back to sleep, I wouldn't likely start my day off continued as smoothly if I just woke up, you know, and then had to kind of scrounge around to finish getting ready for work. So I got up, I did my meditation, and then I realized how much I would feel better this morning instead of doing my yoga right away to finish off what I was doing, needed to do to get my lunch ready. And then at the time that I was supposed to be picked up at, set it that at least five minutes before, if not 10, to do my yoga. And I was watching the clock as I'm getting ready and I'm like, okay, this, like, this has to be done. Even if I only get two minutes, I will do my yoga because that's how I'm showing up for myself. And that just feels so darn good to me that I'm showing up for myself every single day. And I always leave room for compassion. If I'm having a really rough day, let's say you're just not feeling well or something. Like I've had a couple of days where I was just burnt out and I wasn't feeling well and I was dizzy. Like, okay, not a day I'm going to do yoga or anything outside of bed really. <laughs> right. So compassion breaks are monumental for happiness and inner peace in this life. And when in doubt, compassion, compassion, compassion. You don't know what else to do. Meet it with compassion. So I did this. I, I got my lunch ready. This is my human day. And anxiety kept wanting to, and stressing, right? Kept wanting to pop up about this time when I get time to do my yoga. And I just kept meeting it with, meeting it with like, okay, it's, I know it's going to be okay. But all we can do is do our best. We haven't gotten a lot of sleep. So we're just going to just focus on getting ready. We've got this. We can do this. Hey, it's okay. I know. Okay. Yeah. I, I know we're aiming for 10 minutes of yoga, at least five minutes. You know why? Honestly, honey. And I'm saying this to my inner child. If we get one minute, I will call that like, I'll call it like, yes, way to go. You know? And if it really came down to it where I ran out of time, I would give myself a big hug, even if I just did it internally. And I would say to myself, okay, I'll do it later. And if it was that kind of a crap day where it didn't end up happening because life happens, you guys, again, compassion, compassion, compassion. We're all having human experience. Sometimes we just feel sideswiped by life, right? Like sometimes we just feel really off guard. So 
get caught off guard. So in that case, then I would say, okay, well then I'm going to do extra tomorrow. And I have done this before, not so much with the yoga, but with my writing or this or that, where I've been like, okay, you know what? It does feel better when I do it every day, even if it's just a minute, 30 seconds. But if I just had a day, it's more important for me to be compassionate and kind with myself than it is to exhaust myself further trying to make something happen. So I will do extra time tomorrow. And then I'd be sure to. That's a great feeling. I get picked up for work and I go to work and it was actually a really good day at work. I, I really enjoyed it. Enjoyed the morning. The drive to work was beautiful, even though it was so smoky that it was just like being in a fog. And I could still see the beauty of the island closer up and just drank that in posted inspirational post on social media and a memory that had popped up on Facebook for four years ago when I first really, really, really was diving into my self-love journey. Like really, really, it was amazing. I was like, Oh my gosh, I could write like that back then. Jeez. And I feel like I just rocked it at work today with what I was counting and doing. And then I started crashing like, I needed to eat, but my brown rice noodle dish that I had made apparently needs to be warmed up before I can eat it after it's been in the fridge all night because otherwise the noodles are hard. And I was like, I'm pretty sure I've had noodles where they were, yeah, this is this kind of brand. And I was like, oh my gosh. So I'm hungry, which is not really good when you're feeling tired because you're going to feel more tired. And then at one point I just get hit with a wave of nausea. And I was like feeling so tired. Do you ever get so tired that you just feel like motion sick? Yeah. Well, I'm in a car on top of that and I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm just like, what is happening to me? <laughs> and thank goodness I had these peppermints on hand. I love this company of peppermints that I have. It's like uses xylitol instead of you know, some of the other stuff. And I, I love the mints. They're so good. And so I was like mint after mint. I had more mints in a row than I've had in a long time just to not hurl all over this van full of people. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then I was cold. I was really cold because they had the cold air on and everyone else in the car vehicle always liked it colder than I do. <laughs> just like, I'm like, just starting to feel a bit miserable, you guys. I was <laughs> just starting to feel a bit miserable. And I was just like doing what I had to do, just kind of get through it as gently as possible, as focused as possible. I tried to conk out for a little bit, maybe did for a few minutes. Got home and I'm like, oh, bed. And I get into bed and I'm so happy. I'm still fully in my work clothes and I don't even care. <laughs> it's like, I get in the bed. I just fall asleep. And I don't know about you, but when my body is hungry, sleeping is simply not an option. I have had my most determined moments where I will just keep falling back to sleep and it my body will wake me up over and over and over and over. And I do mean I will do this dance all night and have an awful sleep unless I get up and feed her. <laughs> so I was like, <laughs> anyone can relate. I wanted to go to sleep. Are you fruiting kidding me? Seriously, I was so really tired. So I get up, and then the, my my body, part of what the healing I've been doing with my body is making sure that I don't lay down after I've eaten. If I've had something like pure juice or something, that's fine. But if I've actually eaten something, I need to sit up or else I'm gonna get heartburn and it's indigestion and I don't want it. So <sighs> I gotta stay up for a while. And for my whole afternoon, I could not get myself to just conk out 
and get some good solid hours of sleep. It was like I kept getting woken up by the cough. I'm just gonna call it the cough. And I have so much compassion for her because Oh man. Because that's my nature. You know, whether whether we self-impose things on ourselves or it's in addition to other stuff, I just have so much compassion for us. Just doing trying to figure out life and trying to figure out this life works. <laughs> at the same time, I was trying to show myself the most compassion because there were moments that I was so freaking overtired, you guys. Ladies and gents and everyone, I was so tired that this afternoon, in and out of these like 5, 10, maybe a 20-minute nap, I heard the cough a couple of times. I just like wake up and there's just this surge of energy in the form of anxiety coming through me. And at one point I was like, seriously, one more cough, one more, just give me one more. <laughs> I was just like, I didn't scream it out loud, but I said it kind of like out loud to myself quietly enough where I could get the energy out. And each time, it was, it was a bit of a struggle because I was just so tired. I just wanted to sleep. Dang it. <laughs> but I realized that when this was happening where I was starting to really struggle with just being more compassionate and gentle and kind with it, I just realized, like, it's okay, honey. I understand. And I just kept meeting. Instead of bulldozing myself and being like what's wrong with you what the hell yeah jeez be more compassionate jeez you're being judgmental towards the other person by getting upset it's not their fault well part of it's self-imposed but that doesn't matter that's not the point and like rather than going into that mindset of like deducing why the cause of the cough or why the this and who's at fault and who's at blame or any of this stuff Oh, my land, I just realized, you know what? I just said to myself after this one feeling of rage just came through me because of like being just so fruiting overtired. It was like this feeling of, I don't, I don't feel rage like hardly ever, but once in a blue moon, if I'm tired enough and something is just triggering me, it can come out of me and I just feel it. And I never lash out on anybody or anything because I know for me, that'll just add insult to injury and I'll have an even worse experience and then I'll have like, you know, and even if I did, I would, I, I would do my best to meet the guilt and the shame with more compassion and empathy. Right. Because again, sometimes we just, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes, right. Yeah. Sometimes. But instead of shaming myself in that moment, I just decided with Miss Brené Brown in my mind, fresh in my mind from the from the book, her book that I'm still blanking on what it's called here. I should actually Google this one recording this podcast so I can tell you what it's the gift of imperfection. Thank you, listeners. You're great. You're great at life. I know this is your energy listening to this. Remind me. Thank you. The gift of imperfection or gift of imper. Yeah. Anyway. So I still had this fresh in my mind from this drive home that my boss was playing in the van. And I decided in that moment that this absolute rage came up, bubbling past my heart and wanted to just shout out to the world. But I did it very quietly, like, oh my gosh, kind of thing. I met that with, yeah, this is really, really flipping frustrating. I get it. Like, I wish I could escape the sound. I wish I could just get a good sleep because I know that all I need right now is some sleep. I know how good I will feel once I just get some sleep. I know this. If I could just get a decent nap, it doesn't have to be an epic nap, just a decent nap. I'm going to feel so much better. For some reason, I just cannot sleep through this damn cough. And I'm like just saying this dialogue with myself where I'm just like, I know, honey, 
So I know it's not your choice, your favorite alternative, but I think what we might have to just do with today. And meanwhile, this is part of me that wanted to shame me to, to kind of like bubble up a bit and poke its head and be like, Hey, is it shame time? Shame and blame time. And being, because I just set a bunch of goals yesterday of how I want to start doing my days and kind of like structuring my days so that I can be even more productive and more proactive with my goals. And this, this part of me was like poking its head up. It's like, is it shame time? Shame time? My turn? My turn? Is it? Is it my turn? Can I start bringing the shame game about how this day where we're half asleep walking like a zombie and pale. I looked in the mirror. I was so pale. Oh my gosh. My roommate at one point was like, are you okay? <laughs> I was so pale. And just not feeling good. Like just feeling nauseated from being so tired. And, you know, it doesn't help that we've had smoke just completely fogging the area. So, you know, not as nice fresh air, no sun, all this adding, all these elements adding to it. And oh my gosh, I just knew that I could go into a shame game and a downward spiral and being like, oh, I'm not getting done my stuff. This day's throwing it all off. And it definitely poked its head up a few times. But I knew at this point I had to get on top of this and just meet it with love. Love whatever arises. I finally get what Matt Con talks about when he talks about that. A lot of it, all of it has to do with compassion. And I was just like, okay, I know it's not our option, favorite option, but I think all we're going to be able to do at this point is just get as much sleep as we can. Just pop in and out of sleep. We've had these kinds of days before. It looks like it just might be another day. And so in that there's a form of acceptance, right? You're accepting and grace and dignity. And then there's a releasing that we call the word surrender. Usually releasing and letting go of the judgment, of the shame, of the guilt, of the anxiety, of the stress, of the tension. And with every thoughtful, considerate, kind, compassionate, loving word, and I spoke to myself inside my heart, inside my mind, I felt myself able to move through today I'm not saying it was easily or with ease, but with much greater ease than I had I met it with reacting with more stress and more anxiety and more frustration, more judgment, shame, anger, and upset. And while I would have respected and understood the cause had I responded more like that, I am really choosing to develop this compassionate lifestyle and mindset towards myself because it is kind. I'm doing this because it feels good. And I like to feel good. We all have an inherent innate nature to feel good, to lean more towards pleasure than pain, right? And because this means that I get to drop the stress, drop the anxiety, drop things that I don't like experiencing, that more and more I'm able to move into gentleness and inner peace and out from a life of fear and turmoil and suffering, you know, not just having a wound, but, you know, lemon juice in the wound kind of a life. I'm moving more and more to putting the aloe on the wound, aloe on the, on the sunburn. And that's a really great place to be. And I'm really grateful. I, this afternoon, I just did whatever I needed to do. Read some international posts. I finished my Bewitched movie. Did some deep breathing. I was too tired for visualizing much at this point. Just sat there, relaxed, listening to some music. Talked to my grandma because she's one of my best friends. And I love it. And I'll always say it. Ah. <sighs> She is truly a divine elder and I love her every bit for it. And she's been one of my biggest examples of compassion and unconditional love. And so I would like to share that love through me. That has always been me as me, but as all of us, a part of us is tapped in, created from, already tuned into that, but also from her through me to you. 
we have human experiences and life gets tough. And today is a look at an insight into a day of that human experience, like the life of human experience. We can celebrate the good days, but compassion is going to help us greatly move through the tough times. I know I can do it. And I know we can do this. Thank you for listening. Take care. Sometimes we're just going to have days that don't make sense, that feel overwhelming, overbearing, tiresome, where we feel triggered, where we just are not having a grand, jolly good old time. Can I say to you, we can learn to master our emotions and be a master of compassion and we'll never experience these things ever again no i'm not sure that we will what's beautiful about developing really deep levels of self-care and self-compassion is that they can t- help us to to d- really start to live a life where when things do happen especially the bigger things where you go from a forest fire down to maybe at most a bonfire, right? Or even smaller than that. Where it's not necessarily, I mean, certain things I've noticed that as I've been developing this, I'm not really triggered by stuff nearly as much anymore as I used to be. A couple of years ago, I was in school when I was in school and I needed my laptop especially because I have a program that reads to me so I can do my reading and work with my learning capability. My computer crashed and I knew in that moment that I could get really stressed out and start affecting my health and my mentality, which I was already struggling both with, or I could laugh about it. And again, this has taken daily practice to get to the state, but it was really funny because I had this, I remember just being in this moment being like, oh yeah, uh, okay, I choose this. And I burst out laughing. And we're not always going to have a moment where we burst out laughing. And that's where compassion is going to come in. Because again, it's just meeting with whatever is going on with gentleness, right? Meeting the blazing fire with the nice, soothing, cool water, right? But in this moment, I actually burst out laughing. And I'm like, well, <laughs> I guess the angels are either going to get a previously owned laptop that they can use that's been loved or my computer is having a near-death experience that it is going to come back and tell me all about <laughs> and I just I just laughed and I laughed and it was just like you know this is not easy I'd really like to have access full access to my computer right now but I gotta admit, I'm really liking the capacity to laugh about this right now and not stress about it. And there were a moment, couple of moments where I was like, over the next however it took, I think it was a couple of weeks because they sent it back and it still wasn't working. Something had gone wrong again and it's like two or three weeks without my computer, which for someone who really utilizes it for their learning especially, right, that can be, that can be stressful. And when those stressful moments came up and I had to find a way to adapt and be open and flexible to adapt, then yes, it was just like, oh, okay, okay, yeah, this sucks. I really would like my laptop right now. But again, just meeting it with the gentleness and that, that love and respect. Things are going to come up. This is a human experience. Sometimes things are going to catch us so far out of left field, we don't know what to do with it. And so why not? equip with ourselves with what is truly a superpower and can be developed as such. It is not here to push away or push down or shame. (laughs) We don't need to further shame (laughs) or judge the tough times that arise. This, I'm not teaching this. I'm not sharing this story so that we can have one other reason to shove away the negative and embrace only the positive. That's not what this is about. This is an 
instrument that we can utilize that we all have within us that we can learn about and develop for time that we can equip ourselves with a gentler more little you know nurturing way of approaching life that i am noticing personally that yes is eliminating so much anxiety and stress and panic attacks and depression and confusion and guilt and shame and fear and all these other things yes the more i dive into this space absolutely these things are reducing in size just like that out of control fire but now i'm also equipped with the understanding that when something arises i can love it i can meet it with love i can meet it just as i would a child a beautiful precious little baby or child or you know if you're not a kids person whatever it is that you'd meet with most compassion whether it's and i'm serious whether it's your car you treat your car the best whether you treat your video game systems or your those, those collectors items that you keep on your shelf and never take out a box whether you treat your animals your companions your dogs your cats whatever it is you treat yourself with the most dignity and respect and love and compassion understanding understanding being a key component here this is something that we can develop within ourselves and it is amazing how good that feels so even though we might have days like today where they're not even necessarily like really like out of control days but they're crazy enough or just stressful enough that that they could trigger us and spread that fire when we can have tools and instruments of how to meet that when we have those days because they can happen we can meet those days with those tools and instruments so that even if it's not our favorite day it's not as bad or even nearly as bad as it could have been and maybe just maybe like i was gifted with today including these podcast that a lot of this ins- that this inspired maybe just maybe we can find a silver lining and if you feel like you want to you know what slap me for saying silver lining cuz sometimes so I'm hearing the word silver lining can feel like a trigger. I've been there. <laughs> Maybe we can find some gemstones in our day. Like, okay, so it wasn't a great day and nothing particular stood out to me, but I got through it. <sighs> Way to go. Give yourself a pat on the back. You got through it. At the very least, give yourself credit that you were able to get through it, that you got yourself through it. I don't care if you had to call up 10 crisis lines to do it or... <laughs> go on 20 walks or whatever like you got through it so at the very basis and least give yourself credit